Okay. Why don't we get started? You know, that the problem is you 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 start a little late to, so that people, you know, um, so people are here, but then it, it gets it can get pushed later and later. <laughs> people say, wait, it's not gonna start till 7:33 anyway. So let me just, you know, be fashionably late again. <clears throat> um so welcome everyone. Uh it's wonderful to see you all. Um wow. Um nice combination of some new faces. Um Inez is joining us from Uruguay. Um and it's like welcome. And um and uh and many, many lovely familiar faces. It's good to see you all. So um hmm. All right, so tonight is about body scan practice and um, just on its own, we'll start with just a straight up partial body scan, a full body scan would take too long. So, um, you know, no more than 25, 30 minutes for the scan. And um, I think I wanna go in some detail um, take take my time with the scan. So I think um, so don't don't expect a full body, you know um, routine. But also, um, I have a feeling that this is a topic I'll want to return to over the next two or three weeks. Um, not cover too much on any given evening. Um, so we'll over those three weeks cover. I think um, most of the body. So um, I think um, it's body scans are interesting. In um, MBSR or mindfulness-based stress reduction, body scan is the first extended formal practice that I think um, the training introduces participants to. Um, and I think I know why, I'm not sure what Kabat-Zinn's reasons were for structuring the curriculum that way. Um, I've actually not done MBSR training, but I've, I've read the training manuals and I've read the textbook, uh, Full Catastrophe Living. <clears throat> but in, based on my own experience with body scans, I think I know why, because it's really inviting it's an easy practice to relax into. And it's often just pleasant. And I think all of that is wonderful. Um, and indeed, I hope many of you have that kind of experience tonight. At the same time, I think that one potential downside is that people think of it as a different kind of practice from sitting practice. Um, as if it's like the easy practice or the fun practice, the light one, you know, that you can do to relax and feel good um, versus like straight up Zazen, mindfulness practice, awareness practice, which like we experienced last week can be not so pleasant, right? Um, and so, um, but in fact, I think there's a deep continuity um, between body scan practice and straight up mindfulness awareness practice. And so one of the things I wanna to touch on um, over the course of tonight and the next maybe two or three nights is the ways that we can make use of elements of 
body scan practice in our, you know, more um, straight up meditation practice. Um, I think there's a lot of, of wonderful crossover. And I think thinking about it can be useful. I think many of us over the years have intuitively found ways to use elements of the body scan um, in our other forms of practice, even like when we do walking meditation or when we're just, you know, just out in the world. But I think it can be good to make some of those connections a bit more explicit and to reflect upon them. So, um, so I think even though body scans where what we'll do is bring awareness to different parts of the body. So I actually, I shouldn't assume that everyone even knows what a body scan is, but a body scan is a meditation practice where you just sort of bit by bit, bring your awareness to different parts of the body. Um, it can start anywhere, end anywhere, take any course you like. Um, we will begin at the top of the head, which is a traditional place to start, do a little scan of different parts of the face and the head, neck, move down the torso a bit. Um, and I'll see how it goes. Um, you know, I think I may focus in detail in some parts of the body, but then move relatively quickly through other parts of the body. And then so that we end up at the feet at the end. And then maybe with a few minutes of just, you know, open awareness, following the breath practice at the end. Um, so it can be relaxing, bringing awareness to parts of the body can um, in ways that we'll think about invite, enable parts of the body to soften and um, for places that are tight to open. And in the end, it can, though expectations are dangerous, so I think don't expect this, but it can often produce a sense of grounding, overall calming and settling. Um, but it's really, I think, just good to keep in mind that at essence, this is just an awareness practice. It is no different from any other kind of meditation practice. Um, we are just bringing our awareness to different parts of the body, one at a time. That may have the tendency to soften and open parts of the body, but this is not a relaxation meditation. This is not a meditation designed to relax the body. It's an awareness practice. Um, and so already I think we can see a bridge. It is it's in essence not different from what we've been doing for the past many months. I actually realized, I think some of you now have been here for two years on this group, which is kind of wonderful. Um, so one interesting thing for us to think about later is why awareness in this way, doing a body scan can soften and open the body and why awareness practice done when we follow the breath and just maybe label thoughts sometimes does not feel as opening. You know, it's interesting why, you know, um, different forms of awareness can often have different kinds of effects upon our experience of the sitting. Um, so this is like a lab. We're just gonna look at different parts of the body 
and see how they're doing. Nothing else than that. Um, so when you bring your awareness to a part of the body, just see how it's feeling. Feel the sensations there. That's it. Let the sensations be as they are. An example I like to use, because it's one that I think a lot of people can intuitively relate to is, you know, when you're, you're kind of having a hairy day, you're stressed. And at some point, for some reason, you realize, oh my gosh, I'm like hunching my shoulders, right? And just being aware of the fact that your shoulders are kind of raised unnecessarily somehow allows them to drop. Now, sometimes you're really stressed and they won't drop. You know, you're kind of like, it's become like it's tight and you, you can't let go. But, you know, you know, I think most of you know the experience I'm talking about where you realize, oh, wow, wow, I'm kind of like hunching much. And you're just knowing that it's just like, you can just drop. And the same thing can happen with different parts of the body during this practice. But I think the key is not to try to make the parts of the body relax, but rather let them be as they are. And then if you realize, just like with your shoulders, oh, I'm actually kind of holding those parts of the body tight unnecessarily. I don't need to do that. Then let them soften. But don't try to do that internal massage thing where you're like kind of like, in, like stretching parts of the body as you go through with your meditation as if like the point is to relax, relax, relax. That'll produce effortfulness and often a kind of stress as you go, a frustration even if it doesn't work. Um, the key is not to soften and open. That is actually never the key. The key is just to see what is happening. If softening and opening happen as a result of that, wonderful, enjoy it. But that does not indicate the sitting is any better or deeper than a sitting where muscle groups or parts of your body or mind stay tight. It is the awareness alone that matters. This is, cannot be emphasized enough. Um, otherwise we end up on really like getting off the rails and starting to think that we are trying to produce a particular kind of effect by doing this practice. It's actually simply opening to our experience, our bodies, this moment as it is. Okay. So um, please get in a position that you'll be comfortable in for the next 25 or so minutes. If you like, you are welcome to lie down or to lie back on a couch or easy chair. The key is to be in a position where the breath can enter and exit your body freely so that the front side of your body is not scrunched over, collapsed, which will make it harder for your lungs to expand. Please have your hands in a position where they feel at ease.
And let's begin by just taking a few deep four by four breaths where we inhale, silently counting to four to ourselves. One, two, three, four. And then exhaling slowly through your open mouth, counting to four. Please just do a few more of those four by fours. Slow, deep inhales through the nose. And slow exhales through your slightly open mouth. Maybe just one more deep four by four breath to round this initial opening out. Now let your breath come and go at its own rhythm and depth. Close your mouth, let the breath come and go through your nose. And it's okay if the breath feels shallow or erratic. There's no particular way the breath is supposed to feel right now. Let it find its own rhythm. And just now tune in to all the sounds in the environment around you as a way of beginning to ground yourself in the present moment. Don't worry about following the breath. Don't worry about sensing any particular parts of the body. Just listen for all of the sounds around you. Not listening for this or that sound, not worrying about identifying sounds, but just being soft and open and receptive. Like a satellite dish, just receiving whatever vibrations and signals come your way. And when thoughts carry away, distract you from this open listening, just notice that so gently, it's such a natural thing for the mind to be active, especially at the beginning of a meditation session. So without judgment, just note that you're thinking and then come back to hearing to open listening.
Now, while you continue listening in this way, please include in your awareness the sensations of the breath on the inside of your nose. So as air passes in and out of the body, in and out of the nose, the air will create little sensations, maybe subtle ones, the soft tissue in your nostrils. Just feel those sensations. Feel how the sensations change from the beginning to the end of an in-breath and an out-breath. And see if you can make your awareness of those sensations just ever more granular or textured with each breath as your awareness sort of settles in. And as you continue to follow the breath, don't forget to be open to the sounds in the space around you. If it's hard to hold sounds and breath in awareness at the same time, gently, in a relaxed way, move your awareness back and forth between sounds and breath. Let's see if you can hold both in awareness at once. Now what I'd like you to do is to move your awareness to the very top of your head, to the crown of your head, and just to feel what sensations there are there in the scalp. Do you feel any tingling? any tension. As we move through the body, there may be places where some of you don't feel much at all or anything at all in certain spots that I direct your awareness to. If that happens, please know that there is nothing unusual about that. It's actually very common and it's different for different people. So if you come to a spot where you don't feel anything, just feel that. Feel what it's like to direct your awareness to a part of your body and just 
not feel much there. It won't last long because we'll be moving relatively quickly to different parts of the body. So just hang out for a bit and feel what it's like to feel nothing. Now let's bring our awareness down to our forehead area. Just feel what the sensations are like in the forehead, between our eyebrows. It's a part of the face that we can sort of tense up when we are anxious, when we frown. Perhaps you feel a little tension there, or perhaps even a little achiness from having tensed it earlier in the day. As you did with the breath and the nose, when you bring your awareness to a new part of the body, at first, you know, it's just you're settling in. So, oh, this muscle area. And as you stay in that area, let your awareness sink a bit more deeply in with every breath and see how textured or granular your awareness of the sensations in that area can become during the time that you're hanging out with that part of the body. Like if you feel some tension in the forehead, over time, can you feel how the tension may be different in different parts of the forehead? How the quality of the sensations might vary in different areas of this spot? and how the sensations you feel in any particular spot may actually change a bit with time, moment after moment. Just notice what there is to notice without forcing anything, just open to seeing what comes. Now let's bring our awareness down a bit into the area around the eyes, the soft tissue, the connective tissue around the eyeballs. We're all looking at screens so much these days. So it wouldn't be surprising to feel tension or fatigue in and around the eyes. Let your awareness Explore, notice what there is in this area. Does it feel different above the eyeballs versus below them or to the sides?
If you feel fatigue or achiness, is it a constant sensation? Or do you sense fluctuations in the sensations? Now let's bring our awareness to our jaw muscles, the muscles located where our upper and lower jawbone connect. These are incredibly strong muscles, which we use to chew. They're also muscles where we can hold a lot of residual tension, both in the daytime and even at night where some of us grind our teeth. We hold these muscles so tight. How do they feel? If you notice tension or holding in these muscles or any muscles that we hang out with throughout the course of this practice, instead of trying to relax that tension or holding, see if you can soften your awareness around the sensations of tightness. Let the tightness be there, but soften around it. Sometimes just letting tension be there, observing it with acceptance, will give that tension space and freedom to release. And if the tension releases, watch it go. But don't worry if it stays. No shoulds. Just watch whatever there is to watch with as much compassion and curiosity as possible. Now please bring your awareness to your lips, which we can purse when we are tense or angry or upset, or which can just open in the biggest smile when we feel joy, happiness, or love. What sensations do you feel in your lips? Does the upper lip feel any different from the lower lip? How about the corners of your mouth, corners of your lips? How do they feel compared to the meteor middle parts? 
See what emerges in awareness. See what awareness discovers. And then also study with curiosity if awareness itself causes those sensations to change. The body is so fascinating. And we're just checking it out. Now let's bring our awareness to the muscle that is our tongue. And first, just check out how it's naturally situated in the mouth before you do anything. And then see how the sensations at the tip of the tongue feel. You feel any tension or any other kinds of sensations in the tip of the tongue. How about the big meaty middle part of the tongue? What sensations do you feel in the tongue? And also on the surface of the tongue, perhaps you feel some moisture and saliva in your mouth, or the sensations caused by contact between the tongue and other parts of the mouth cavity. And now let's move back and feel the back end of the tongue where the tongue disappears down the back of the mouth into the throat. It can be surprising how much tension we hold in the tongue, but so interesting to discover that. Now, please bring your awareness into the throat area, both in the throat and also just the front of the neck around the Adam's apple. What do you feel? And I should say now that there may be sensations you come across during this meditation that you actually don't have words for that you can feel them, but you wouldn't know how to describe them to someone else. And that's okay. The important thing is to feel the sensations as they are. It's not important that you find the label for them. Can you feel any movement in the throat area associated with the breath? Do you feel any tightness, constriction? 
just notice that and soften around the sensations of constriction, letting them be there. Now let's move down to the sternum bone, the breastbone. And feel the sensations there in the upper chest, especially in the center of the chest that are associated with the rise and fall of the chest with the breath. But also just other sensations that you might discover in the center of the chest that aren't necessarily due to the breath. This is a place that we can carry and feel a lot of emotion, love, grief, anxiety. So some of you may be feeling some emotions in the center of the chest. Some of you may be feeling tightness in this area, which can sometimes be a way that we try to fend off feeling too much emotion. For some of you, the center of the chest may be raw, very tender. And for others, just open and warm, spacious. even though you may have preferences and would like it to feel a particular way, please be kind to the sensations you encounter and know that they are part of your experience right now and want and deserve your acknowledgement. Greet them with softness and acceptance rather than self-judgment and aversion, if possible. Please bring your awareness now down to the belly And just feel whatever sensations there are in the belly area. You may feel movement in the belly, movement of muscles and tissue associated with the breath. Just notice that. But like with the center of the chest, this is a place we can carry a lot of emotion. So don't be surprised if you feel other kinds of sensations, energy, movement, that feels somewhere like between a sensation and a feeling or an emotion. 
and just notice its quality. Notice how the sensations may or may not change with each breath. And the belly is a place that many of us carry a lot of tightness, a lot of armoring. If we are carrying tension here, it's probably been a protective mechanism, a way of taking care of ourselves, protecting ourselves. And so, the last thing I think we want to do is to meet that self-protection with aggression. Try to soften around any tension you discover. Even if it feels uncomfortable, see if you can meet it with compassion. Meet tightness with softness. It can be hard. It can be hard to accept parts of ourselves that we don't like or that we find uncomfortable. And if you are finding it hard, please be gentle with yourself. Perhaps you can't help but feel aversion, resistance to this, whatever you find in your belly. And if so, please meet that with softness. No matter what, there's always an opportunity to meet something in this moment with softness. With mercy. Now let's bring our awareness around to the back, the lower back and just feel what's going on there. You feel any aches or pains or soreness? Try not to settle for those words, but see what the sensations of any aches or pains or soreness or tightness may actually feel like beyond labels, beyond concepts.
Can you feel in the lower back any movement associated with the breath? As you inhale, can you feel a little bit of movement in the back, making room for air in your torso? The last spot we're gonna look at tonight is the buttocks. Please bring your awareness into the glutes and just feel the sensations in these big powerful muscles. We've been sitting for a while now, so perhaps some of you are feeling a little soreness achiness, just take those sensations in. Do you feel any tension as your awareness sinks further into the glutes, breath after breath? How does that tension feel, if you feel any? Are they localized more in particular areas of this muscle area? Your buttocks are probably resting on something, something capable of supporting, taking your weight. Interesting question to ask is whether or not you're behind your buttocks, your glutes are allowing itself to be supported. Or are you holding yourself up even slightly, not giving your weight up to the seat beneath you? Sometimes just asking that question allows a letting go. You don't always have to be holding yourself up. And now what I'd like you to do for the last minute or so of this sitting is just to let your awareness kind of loosely scan the body as a whole. You could just feel the body all at once, its physical presence sitting here, if that feels natural and easy to do. Or you could let your awareness kind of just flit about, maybe 
moving up and down the body, just taking it all in more quickly than we just did. Whichever feels most natural to you, the body all at once, or scanning up and down, taking it all in. And that of course includes the sensations of the breath. And let it also include the sensations on the surface of your body, the skin, feeling the clothes you're wearing, the quality of the air of the room that you're in, and the sounds around you. So this is the end of the meditation period itself, but feel free to continue listening while in a way just scanning the body or just being in the body in this way. Or if you'd like to move because you know the body wants to move a bit, please feel free to do that as well. So I want to make sure there's a little time for questions um, and for people to share anything they would like to about how this felt. But um, I think I just want to highlight a couple things that, um, that occur to me might be interesting ways of connecting the practice we just did with, um, for lack of a better word, regular mindfulness practice um, or uh, zazen or awareness practice. Um, I think one thing that makes body scans really inviting for a lot of people, I'm not saying it's for everybody, but for for many people uh, over the years, I just, I found it to be kind of just much easier for people to get into than standard sitting. I think one of the reasons, simple reasons, is because the focal point moves. Um, you're not focusing on one thing like the breath. Um, you're not focusing on one, or even like last time, um, you know, where I asked you near the end if there's a moment of area of discomfort to hang out with there for like 10 or so minutes. You're, you're not staying in one area. I think the constant, steady, movement of the focal point to different parts of the body makes it easy both to cultivate deeper levels of concentration, do it in ways that remain sort of interesting um, and forestalls the kind of boredom um, which can make concentration practice difficult. But also, and I think this may be one of the most important things, allows people to be with areas that might be uncomfortable, but not for too long so that they can move through areas of discomfort. 
Um, I was actually thinking like, so Leah and I, and actually a number of people brought up discomfort last time, but I remember Leah and I had the conversation near the end of last Tuesday night and, and she was talking about just a really, you know, a difficult area that she was focusing on that actually remained activated even after, you know, the sitting was over and after the discussion we had that night and it was, she could still feel the kind of, um, the kind of uh, unpleasant sensations in that, that part of the body. And I think actually one thing that's really good about body scan practice is that it trains you how to move into areas of discomfort, but also how to move out of them. It's actually really important to know how to both move into, lean into discomfort, but how not to get swallowed up by it and to be able to move out of it into some other area as well. And so I think the kind of constant movement of this practice is really helpful in that way. Um, I also think that it's um, really, really useful for people to do um, no matter what other practice they have, because when you do straight up awareness practice, what's amazing is once you do a body scan, you can discover that you were holding tension in parts of the body that you did not realize you were holding. Um, and that's very interesting on many different, different levels, but unless you consciously bring your awareness to different parts of the body, you can go, and I'm gonna say for decades and not realize that you actually hold a lot of both tension and emotion in that area. And so consciously um, bringing awareness to different parts of the body and mixing it up and trying different areas, can be really useful because it's fascinating how awareness can find different ways and I, of just like not noticing things that are actually there, ready to be noticed if you simply bring your awareness to that part of the body. Um, so, um, so bringing this kind of fluid focal point um, into regular awareness practice can be really useful, where if you're following the breath, and you realize that there is some discomfort that's calling to your awareness, you can move into it in using a body scan-like method, check out the areas around it, and then move out away from it back into the breath or to some other part of the body. Um, I recommend that. Um, I think many people just naturally do that already, but I think instead of saying single-mindedly focus on the breath, when something calls to you, like some discomfort or something is going on, it's actually really important to let your awareness go there. See what that part of the body has to say, but then not get lost in it. Because you don't want to spiral and just become like um, lost in, in highly negative sensations for too long. Um, over time, I think you can tolerate more and more, but especially when you're first starting to explore difficult areas, it's good to be able to move for a while and then move back. Um, I'm gonna pause there. Um, there's a lot more to be said, but I think those are just uh, some connections I want to make between this practice and regular sitting practice. Um, and I just to make clear how these aren't, there's a real like continuum. I actually think of this as not exactly like regular sitting practice. Um, it's just has a, like more, a, a different kind of structure, but what we do is essentially the same. And I think that reveals a lot about what regular sitting practice is in my view. 
Um, so I just so that, I just want to put that out there. Um, so um, okay, I'm going to open the floor. Thoughts, questions, anything anyone wants to say, share, or ask. Were there any directions or instructions that felt particularly helpful or kind of like didn't work for you? I would be curious. Hi, Bernie. Hi, Evelyn. Good to see you. <laughs> I'm back and I can hear you now. It's so amazing. It's so awesome. Yeah, I've got, uh, I got a headset, so it's great. And a Good. new laptop. So I, um, first of all, thank you so much. Um, just right away connected in with your voice, um, which is beautiful. It's like a, I don't drink wine anymore, but it feels like this is luscious, beautiful glass of red wine. And uh, yeah, I have not been guided in months and months. Um, so I just loved it, loved being guided by you, loved, the beautiful, rounded, softness, richness of your voice. And uh, I just felt such a deep gratitude for this beautiful, beautiful path. And just what um, kind of what genius is, you know, in the, in the Buddhist path of, you know, just not trying to change something that doesn't feel good, just allowing you know, allowing it to be there, but, you know, kind of gently softening around it, but not trying to force that thing that doesn't feel good to be different. And it's just like, just, it's just a, such a beautiful path. And um, it was, it was quite an interesting little journey, you know, that I was on, you know, with body, but also, you know, I got real clear about a certain emotion that's kind of current for me with a dynamic relationship dynamic. It's like the anger, like really showed itself to me. I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm, I'm angry at that person. And, and then a very old memory with the lips from something that was, when I was a teenager. Somebody said about my lips. And so it was just cool. And um, I don't want to speak more than my time. So, um, but I, I just thought the whole thing was helpful and just you being here so generously, you know, giving your time, offering your time, opening the practice, inviting me in. So just thank you. Mm. Thank you. That's really all very kind, really. Um, I moved. And I think actually yours, you, you, what you said brings up something super important, which is like thoughts will come up, memories will come up, right? Um, as you check out different parts of the body and, and for, for, I think many people who are familiar with this practice on this call already know that, but actually in case anyone's unfamiliar with the practice, that's actually part of what happens. Like you, 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 you start to discover, oh, you know, it's not even like, you're not doing analysis. You just sort of, you get these insights, it's illumination or just something comes to consciousness that you realize is connected with that, that feeling or that part of the body. So it's, and that's just incredible data, right? And you're just learning about what the body's holding. Yeah. 
it's working, right? That, that shows me that it's working, you know? Mm. And, um, and, you know, I love every single morning getting up and lying down on my mat and just slowly stretching my body. And it's very much a body meditation. And I recommend that for anybody who doesn't do that to, whether it's in the morning or in the evening to lie down on a soft surface and just stretch your body and just the mind just goes, you know, for me, it's just very grounding and nurturing. And um, I, I think lying down is a great way to do a body scan because sitting, 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 sitting creates a lot of pressure in the lower back, which is not necessarily great for the lower back. So lie on your back and do it that way too. No, I agree. I, um, yeah, totally. Um, Anyone else? I just wanted to say that the in the middle of the eyebrows is really helpful for me. Um, yeah, that's a place that I was like, oh, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> for me lately, I think I mentioned this last time, it's like I've been actually like surprised discovering for new levels of tension in my hands my forearms um, is what's so interesting is like, it's really hard sometimes to tell whether or not you are newly tense or if you're encountering levels of tension that were just there that you are now somehow able to access and, and be aware of. And I think it doesn't actually matter. Um, it's just, you just being with what it is in the moment, but, um, but it's, um, you know, just, I think, yeah, just holding tension in my arms, which also helped me hold more tension in the center of the chest, which is like, you know, so much, but how do you not feel too much emotion up here? You know, so much of my life has been about managing difficult sensations that I just didn't want to feel here. Um, and just a, like a new twist. Oh, interesting. Um, I also actually want to echo, uh, just also um, amplify something Evelyn said, which is about it's not about this or that experience, but just being open to whatever. Because I think sometimes people can have these, this practice and feel like, oh my God, it just felt so relaxing. It felt so good. It felt so open. But then they get hooked on that. They think that was the point, you know, and then it becomes this kind of rabbit hole where you feel like it's about openness. It's not. I mean, openness is, it's, it's about, or rather as a higher level openness to whatever, which includes tightness. It's being open to whatever the moment holds. And that's the only kind of true lasting openness. It's not a feeling that we're trying to have. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just about not picking and choosing. Yeah. It is 8.32, and I know that we're gonna actually return to this next week and the week after, so I don't think there's any reason to push it. I think one thing I wanna say um, is that it actually did occur to me that people have been, like, I, Allison, you've been here like two years, like, you know, Carrie, you've been here a long time. If anyone wants to have a, um, a one-on-one -on -one conversation about how their practice is going. I just want to reiterate that I'm happy to. A few people have taken me up on that in the past. And I just want to remind people that I actually, and maybe also people worried about the concussion, but um, 
you want to hop on the phone for 20, 30 minutes to talk about how sitting is going, um, I'd be happy to. Because there are things that are hard to get at in group settings that are very particular to your own experience. Um, and sometimes just like a five minute conversation can just be transformative. Um, it, because, you know, there's, there's a certain thing that comes up in the way we're talking about, like when I follow the breath or when I do this or that. Um, so I just want to put out there, um, please don't worry about asking um, for time. I will, it's my job to make sure, you know, I, I, I will maybe only take a few calls a week. And so if, um, so I'll, it's, it's my job to protect my time. Don't worry about asking. Okay. Um, okay. Um, I didn't do this last week and actually regretted it. So could we sit for one minute before we end? I, I actually really like ending with sitting rather than, okay, cool. So there'll be no guidance for this. Just please do whatever practice feels good to you for a minute. Thank you, my friends, for coming tonight. As always, wonderful to see you. So good to see you all. Bye-bye. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good to see you, Hugh. Bye-bye. Take care. Yeah. <laughs>